could it be that things like depression, anxiety, bipolar, psychosis could be down to brain injury rather than... Because I don't understand the difference between it's in your mind or a malady and brain injury. I feel like a lot of this is something's gone wrong in the brain and that's causing these conditions. What's the name of the guy? Edward Bullmore? Yeah, so he's inflammation-causing depression. Mm. Okay, so let, let me break that down. So if you look at people with brain injury who, who, who have never had depression or anxiety at all... And that's why the reason, one of the reasons why I asked the question is because Emily and I are both very chill people. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think anyone would describe me as being chilled, but I've never had a history of anxiety or depression at all. Until yeah. you got long COVID. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in, say, a brain injury talk, where I'm trying to get people to understand the brain is the problem, there's some nice studies now. I mean, they're a bit macabre, where they take American football players or college students and they track them until they have concussions. And then they serially scan them and they serially assess them. So you know what they're like before. They have a concussion and then you do it over the next, say, three months. And what's fascinating is within two hours of the concussion, they're all complaining of depression and anxiety. If you ask them. Now, of course, they're also complaining of headache and dizziness. So it's obvious to me that when you damage the brain, that then can cause depression, anxiety, because you've damaged the pathways that stop you getting anxiety and depression. When you look at the bits of the brain that are affected by long COVID on the French PET scans or the PET scans I've done in the UK, they are right in the limbic system, which is kind of where all the emotional regulatory pathways sit. So, yes, it's obvious that this is triggering a biological form of anxiety, depression, etc. Now, your propensity to develop that is higher if you've had something in the past. Okay, so if you already had a bout of anxiety or depression, so those pathways will be slightly more vulnerable, and then you get long COVID or you get a brain injury into those pathways. Well, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to kind of work out you you would be more vulnerable and more likely to have longer term problems as a consequence. If we're not talking about an actual knock to the head, is it possible to repair those pathways? Well, so what happens in reality is that so in the people who have the concussion, they naturally heal themselves. As the inflammation reduces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they go back to being normal. Then unfortunately, a bit like long COVID, there's always a 10% group who have persisting symptoms. So they get a bit better, but they never go back to normal. And then there is another group which actually gets worse. And when you look at the brain scans serially, their brain scans are getting worse. And the most plausible reason for that is brain inflammation, which you can't see on most of the scans. But even now, there are some studies where we, we actually have done the same PET scanning they did on the monkeys. And you can see persisting inflammation in the brains of people who have persisting symptoms. 